Hello friends, we're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked and it's time for your hits and your misses where we talk about our top five of the week and we let you know what you should check out from this week in wrestling and maybe what you should steer clear from. Drew is always here with me. How are you doing, Drew? I'm doing wonderful, Joel. How are you doing today? I'm surviving. I'm thriving as we record this revolution aew's revolution is tonight so uh fair warning for those who are looking for uh for revolution matches on our hits and misses they're not going to be here they'll be in next week so uh stick around either way because there was a lot of good stuff from wrestling this last week oh, yeah. so uh let's let's dive right into it uh drew how about uh well i, I think you had told me off air that you had uh you had some stuff to add yes today i have an honorable mention because there was it was very difficult to pick certain hits this week, so I had to just throw in really quickly. Um, so I guess number six, this would be, is um, the Wardlow, Sean Spears, Max Jacob Friedman stuff. Woof. That stuff is just incredible, and it's 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 been planted through mostly non-wrestling like segments. Especially this past week with the the slap heard around the world. MJF hit him with such a slap that made me so ready for the face turn and how much he is going to destroy Sean Spears and MJF. So that's my honorable mention right there. Hit me with <laughs> your number five while you're at it. Uh, so number five is Darius Martin's return. He had quite a showing in that uh, Battle Royal on Dynamite, and it was so nice to see the emotion on his face when he came out and his brother's face, too. They could see, like, they got a big pop. It was it was just wonderful. You know, he hadn't been in the ring for at least a year, I believe, uh, and, man, it was, you know, it, it looked a little bit, you know, rusty slightly, but that's a moment where you can see that a company has a big, you know, like uh, like a, a light bulb that goes off and they go, hey, this is a guy that we want to go through with and we want to push and see what happens. I was hoping that they would win, but he got the last great showing with, uh, I believe it was Matt Jackson, and I'm ready to see what happens next. I'm in the same boat as you. My number five was the Casino Battle Royal. It was having top flight return, seeing Darius Martin back in a ring. A wonderful, wonderful match, and I think it's worth checking out. Uh, let's hop into number four. Hit me. Number four, Carmelo Hayes versus Pete Dunne on 2.0. Um, Pete Dunne is an excellent wrestler and a really believable guy like so incredibly entertaining to watch as is Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes is like one of my favorite characters on NXT right now. Um, you know, he is so clued in and, and him and Trick are a great pairing. It was a great match and I highly suggest people go to watch it. 
Wonderful. My number four was the return of Josh Alexander to Impact Wrestling, something that we had been sitting on and waiting to see. And to watch him return was an amazing feat. Also, on top of that, he gets the main event of of Impact Rebellion against Moose for the Impact World Championship. So I think that's a story that we're finally going to see play out uh, after a few months of of wondering what happened when uh, in October he won the title and then dropped the title to Moose. So I'm excited to see how this continues. Go ahead. Hit me number four number three number three number three my number three and you are gonna see the person right below my face ricochet versus Sami Zayn. uh this was a way better match than it needed to be like i actually i i really enjoyed this match and the way that it started set the moods like ricochet getting that 2.9 kick out right at the beginning it was like okay something big is going to happen on this match. And I was so excited to finally see him win the Intercontinental Championship. Um, and he's he's basically like WWE Dante Martin, a man without gravity. So I'm, I'm really excited and hopeful that this uh, championship run of his is good. I'm in the same boat. My number three was Zayn versus Ricochet. The match was great. Uh, we have a new Intercontinental Championship. Sorry, spoilers. And on top of that, we can now free up Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville to not be a title match as people were fearing for WrestleMania. And we can possibly have Ricochet not only at WrestleMania, but probably in a car crash type of uh, of ladder match, which is what I'm expecting. Yeah. Go ahead, number two, give me. All right, number two is kind of a crossover but more cm punk's promo on rampage because while him and mjf had a great 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 moment on dynamite that special backstage promo of punks on rampage was like i i nearly like fist pumped in the air like i want this match right now because that was like the cm punk of old it it was so special not that i mean this whole run of cm punk has been great but punk was just so passionate and emotional and like in in a way that i feel like i haven't seen especially in this AEW run right now and i am ready to see a lot of blood it's a good one for sure. Uh, for me, my number two was Sammy Guevara, Andrade, and Darby Allen in their three-way for the TNT Championship on Rampage. Uh, I think that match was a great way to showcase not just three great talent, but three men working in a triple threat match. Normally in a triple threat match, you see 1v1 with someone on the outside. They did a really good job of actually having a match with three guys in the ring at one time, hitting three spots. I think it's worth going out of your way to check out Get it. Give me your number one. My number one is that. Exactly. That was my number one. The TNT's triple threat uh, match. That was actually it was, it was one of my favorite triple threats. And I really like that AEW doesn't do triple threats that much because it makes it feel so special when they do. Because especially when they do it in this type of a match. I believe the last one that they did was the AEW Championship match uh, from yep. whatever pay-per-view that was last year. Maybe Revolution of last year? Oh, it may have been. It was it was after Blood and Guts because I remember the promos. 
But uh, either way, someone in the comments uh, will tell us, I'm sure. Yeah. After they um, leave their thumbs up, they'll be like, hey, it was this pay-per-view. Uh, the Tower of Doom was the maybe the greatest one that I've ever seen. Like, that spot is so overdone in wrestling, and it was perfect. Showed the strength of every guy on that Tower of Doom. And I didn't expect Sammy to win, but let's see where that goes. We will see indeed. My number one, we're going back to Impact and we're talking about Alex Shelley versus Switchblade. Jay White in a match that absolutely it was amazing. I know that I know the fightful lingo is humped. Sure, we'll use that. I don't normally use that. But if you can go out of your way and catch Alex Shelley versus Switchblade Jay White, it's a match worth watching. There was a lot of really, really good stuff. And while you're here talking about good stuff, why don't you go ahead and uh, subscribe to the channel and maybe you can like this video and uh, pass it around with your friends. If you like hits and misses every week, Drew and I are here along with all the content that we drop daily. Let's move into the Mrs. Column. Hit me your number five. All right. My number five was, unfortunately, Amari Miller versus Les Legends. And, uh, you know, I like both of these women, but the match really wasn't great. And I understand that this is a natural progression of what happened from the women's Dusty, you know, them turn, uh, Lash turning on her. But it was a little clunky. It didn't look like it was mapped out very well. And uh, the submission, that submission attempt with Lash taking uh, Amari's head between the ropes and bouncing him up and down, that was pretty cool, I have to admit. But it just wasn't good enough for me, unfortunately. I hear you on that. I think I, maybe I expected more as well. My number five, uh, I'm going to stick with uh, with women's wrestling. Unfortunately, I had high hopes for this match. The tag match between Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter taking on Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. Like I said, I had high hopes. I'm a big fan of Mercedes Martinez. I'm a big fan of all four women, to be honest with you. But I just uh, I thought the match was a little bit clunky. The finish... Uh, well, it got people talking because we don't know what's going to happen at Revolution with the Women's Championship. By the time this drops, you'll already know. But uh, yeah, I, I just I think I expected more out of that match. That's my miss number five. Give me your numero four. My number four pains me to say because I really like this guy a lot. But WWE, I don't know what you're doing right now. It's a Damian Priest heel turn. Finn Balor won the, you know, the the United States Championship, another guy I really like a lot, and I'm happy for him. However, the heel turn afterwards is like the classic you people promo that doesn't make sense because people were clearly behind Damian Priest, and I really enjoyed the Damian versus Priest thing. A lot, a lot of people didn't really enjoy that, but... I was, it was, you know, that was fun to play off of. And now it's just like, okay, we're just going to go in this direction. And it's not a great direction, Joel. I uh, don't necessarily disagree, but I'm I'm willing to watch this one. Uh, I'm sorry to say play out. Uh, my number four is on SmackDown talking about people we love and getting mistreated. It's Biggie and the ATV and Seamus and Ridge Holland and Kofi Kingston. That whole thing it just does not work. I get it. We're selling toys here, pal, but we are not. We're not telling a story. We're telling us. We're telling a toy story, and it ain't a good one. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's give me number three. Uh, uh, number three is something I'm no longer going to address after the show, and that is Briggs and Jensen. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh well. 
Yeah, but uh, this hopefully is the last time I'm going to address it because I just they need to move on from this. They need to move on so bad, like literally, just have sex with someone, please. If it's, um, I feel I'm I feel bad for this guy already. Have sex with someone. Have sex with each other at this point. I don't even care anymore. I I approve of that, but it's you know it it's just it's something. It's got to go. It's got to be done. Um, it looks awful every week. They both look stupider as this goes on. So please, no more. Got to stop it. We should label this one 27-year-old virgin. <laughs> Post-production, you know what to do. Uh, my number three goes back to Rampage, The Return of Akarashita. Now, the return itself wasn't the problem. It was the timing of the return, in my opinion. Having a return on a Rampage where... They weren't going where they where the show's going into a pay-per-view, but there's no Sheeta and Deeb on the pay-per-view. Felt a little rushed to me. I think we could have waited until Dynamite. We could have made this a bigger deal. And we knew that the Professor's Challenge, or at least some of us did, I, I I'll tell you I did, knew that this Professor's Challenge was leading up to the return of Akarashita and a fifth match. I don't know why we had to bring her back on on a rampage that was already fully stacked. It felt a little overbooked for me, which is great for this website, but not great for uh, for Dynamite or for AEW or for Rampage. That is my number three hit me with your number two that almost made my list actually so i'm glad somebody had it on there um my number two is the drew happy corbin madcap moss thing look we gotta we gotta stop this stuff and look my guy is icy champ now so i don't want any of that Intercontinental Championship Madcap Moss stuff. I don't want any of that stuff. You stop it. <laughs> yeah, it's inevitable, Drew. Just 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 deal with it, man. It's inevitable. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's just not it's not something that needs to be done anymore. It's gotta stop. And and then this this particular segment of the poker game or whatever was going on in the back and people these douche bros that we've never seen before that we're never going to see again it's just come on and then and then he 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 stabs the dartboard with a sword and he doesn't even get the bullseye <laughs> he was going for a different bullseye <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like come on it's uh i'm laughing but i'm really crying inside it's got to stop shout out to me at wrestlemania yeah. it does stop like, shout out to dollar store msk by the way who were in the background of those shots don't know what that was about but they looked a lot like <laughs> dollar store msk uh my number two is back to impact sacrifice by the way sacrifice was a really good show uh steve macklin turns on team impact he's not joining team honor no more but he certainly um he, he's over it. He he didn't like that he was being mistreated by Team Impact and treated like a lone wolf. Uh, the Honor No More versus Team Impact gimmick is very much the WCW invasion from uh, from 2001, but it's playing out pretty interestingly. So so I will take it. I am a fan. Macklin turns on Impact. Hit me with your number one. Number one. Uh, and I'm I'm wondering if we have the same number one because, well, maybe not. I don't know. My number one is the Edge heel turn, and some people are going to say that this wasn't a heel turn, but, I mean, you could just see it. It, it, it. Plain as day, that was Edge turning heel on AJ Styles and cementing AJ as the babyface on this thing. And I don't really understand that because we don't need this for this match. This was just going to be a great 
Edge versus AJ Styles match. And I don't need this manufactured shock factor of, oh, big, you know, veteran coming back, returning and wants this match for WrestleMania. And now he's a heel going into it, like basically trying to take out the guy he's been wanting. He's been wanting somebody to step up and then somebody steps up and now he's taking them out so that they can't wrestle at WrestleMania. That makes no sense to me at all. So people were even chanting Edge's name as he was doing the concerto. That that seems like something that you don't want in this program. And I, it's stupid and I hate it. And I didn't want this at all. So I'm not really that excited for the match anymore. So I'll tell you now before I hit my number one, I disagree. It would have been a hit of mine, actually. Uh, there's a lot of story to tell, and that's a, that's a podcast for another time. So hmm. instead, I'll move to my number one, which I am ashamed you didn't go here. Miz and Rey Mysterio and Dominic's little promo off on Raw was awful. It was terrible. It was useless. It did nothing for anybody. It just gave Dominic a chance to further put his foot in his mouth, silver spoon style. If this doesn't end in Dominic turning heel, if that's the only way that I will scratch this from my Mrs. record. But for now, the promo was ass. The Miz promo was real bad. And Miz can talk, but this was just a... He, he tried to hit his hits, and he instead missed completely. That is my number one. It was no bueno. How about we... Uh, you know what? Just tell me who's your favorite wrestler. So my favorite wrestler, this I did not tell Joel back the uh, offset before, you know, whatever. Um, I, I, I'm giving my favorite wrestler of the week to a special person this week because he did not win. And I'm, I was very, very unfortunate because Impact could have sacrificed Trey Miguel's uh, when uh, his his title run for my 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 very very close personal friend, not really, but I would like to one day. Jake something is my number one because I have to give him what Impact couldn't give him. Subscribe to Fightful Select and you can find out why Jake Something may not have won the X Division Championship at Sacrifice. My favorite wrestler this week is Darius Martin. Seeing him return, seeing him put on a very, very good showing, despite having been out of the ring for a year, I think he uh, he really turned some heads again. People knew it was going to be good, but I don't think they expected him to be that good. Now he can go on a run. Now Top Flight can go on a run and hopefully be top contenders for those AEW World Tag Team Championships. That is the hits and misses and our favorite wrestlers. We got through it. Drew, my God, it's AEW Revolution tonight at the time of this taping. I hope you guys come and enjoy the show as we do every day on Overbook, dropping content. Drew, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me at Big Money Drew on Twitter. I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. If you go to youtube.com slash FightfulOverbooked or FightfulOverbooked.com, you'll find that content that I talked about. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret 
and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.